0: I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming.
1: She, how do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we
0: were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash <laughs> bin. He's non recyclable. Catchy you never.
1: <laughs> I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At? We are celebrating Anna's 30th birthday. Wow. Happy birthday, Anna.
0: Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between.
1: This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Happy birthday to you. No, happy birthday, Anna. For everyone listening, make sure you show us some love. Jump on her socials with her happy birthday. I know she's struggling. She's turned 30. It's a real real come-to moment, isn't it, Anna?
0: I actually can't believe that I finally hit the big 3-0, like no more 20s. It's a new chapter and I'm actually excited. I feel like I've learned so much in the last decade and I guess that's why we wanted to do this birthday special edition episode because I want to share all of that knowledge.
1: (laughs) Yes, you are my go-to for advice. I know your friends and family, (laughs) our listeners all ask you for advice. So, That's the perfect way, I think, to celebrate your 30th. Give them your top 30 things you've learned before 30.
0: Yeah, I'm excited.
1: So, Anna, how are you going to celebrate your 30th? Has Michael got anything exciting planned for you or is it all a surprise? Do you know anything?
0: I think there's a lot of little surprises here and there. I'm having a nice lunch with one of my best friends. I'm actually doing something very out of my comfort zone today, Mm. but I'm not going to share that until a later date, but definitely stay tuned for that. We're going out for a nice birthday celebration with my parents and Michael, which I'm really excited about. And then on Saturday, I'm actually having a white... Boat party. So everyone has to wear white. It's going to be a really fun time. You're coming.
1: I definitely am. I'm excited. I've got my kit planned. Have you? Yeah, it's just white. Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm really excited for this white party.
0: Have you got me a birthday present?
1: <laughs> Funnily enough, you say that actually. I completely forgot all about it till Jen reminded me literally like a day or two ago, and I was like,
0: <laughs> "Like I was two like, minutes ago, she yeah, reminded
1: me." Yeah, I was like, "Fuck!" Actually, on the drive in, we were sending each other photos of what we think. I'll just give you a little hint.
0: Oh, I get a hint. I'm excited.
1: Um, I know how much you like sentimental stuff, so a bit of it is sentimental. Yeah.
0: I actually, to be honest, I actually did not think Matt was going to get me anything. Like, I was like, there's no way I'm getting a present from Matt.
1: To be honest, I would have remembered it, like, literally, probably the last minute (laughs) if it wasn't for Jen. So, shout out to Jen. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Jen, for reminding him. Yeah. So, I'm having a boat party. All of my friends and family are going to be there. We have some people flying in from Sydney. So, it's going to be a really memorable moment and I was talking to Instagram a little bit because I was unsure if I wanted to have a party and then I was like you know what fuck it I turned 30 once it's been a pretty shitty two years like let's celebrate and so I'm really excited to really start my 30s with a bang
1: I can't wait to dive into some alcohol in the open sea Where are we going? Just in the docklands, not not out to sea.
0: <laughs> going to do a little talk.
1: Well, you said that you've got a list of 30 things you've learned before turning 30. Mm. What would you give your teenage self, 13, let's say, what would you say to them? What would it be? What would that advice be?
0: Fuck. <laughs> There's so much to say.
1: Uh, just one real quick one.
0: Look, I'll give you a couple. So, I think the first thing I would say is don't worry. Like, Stop worrying. Everything that's meant to be will be. Probably just live in the moment and stop racing towards the finish line because there is no finish line. Like just make the most of every moment. And I know when I was at school, I was always like, oh, I can't wait until I finish school. And then it was I can't wait until I finish uni. And we're always chasing something and I think sometimes it's good to just settle. I think say no if you don't want to do things. Like stop just people pleasing. I know I did that a lot when I was younger. I kind of grew out of it more in my 20s but it's still something that we all struggle with. Like it's hard to sometimes say no to people and feel like you could be letting someone down.
1: Especially to your loved ones.
0: Yeah and then I think probably the last thing I would say is always be kind to other people. I feel like. I get so much out of life because I always try and treat everyone equally, everyone the way I would like to be treated. And you never regret being kind to someone. You only regret being mean.
1: Right, there's some good tips right there. I'm excited to hear your top 30 things you've learned before turning 30. Yeah. But on that, did you have any goals to hit before you were 30 or have you have <laughs> you achieved them or is that a touchy subject?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I literally thought I was going to be married with two kids at this point. like, I mm. think we all have this image and envision our life at 30 to have all of these ducks in a row and boxes ticked off. And I know that sometimes people's lives look like their ducks are all in a row but I think we're all just learning. We're all just kind of going with the flow. No one really knows what they're doing. And yeah, I'm not married. <laughs> I don't have kids. And I think that my life has turned out even better than I could have imagined. And yeah, I think if that's what you wanted for yourself, not holding yourself to it and just kind of like going with the flow, that's what makes you the happiest.
1: Yeah. Well, hypothetically, say so you had kids at what, 28, 27 to have kids before 30. Mm. You wouldn't experience experienced the stuff you have over the last three years. You wouldn't have met Michael. You wouldn't be in the place you are. So, yeah. I don't think you would regret anything like that.
0: Yeah, it worked out well. Like, I, I really can look back on my 20s and really feel like I have said yes to every opportunity. I have no regrets. I think everything really panned out the way I wanted it. And I've lived a really full, happy life. So, yeah bring on the 30s.
1: I know I spoke to you a couple of weeks ago and you were sort of like having a realization, like a come to Jesus that that you were turning 30 and you were a bit scared. Is that still there or is it now you've come to terms with it and you're ready to face the 30s?
0: Yeah, I think a couple of months ago I had this moment where I was like, holy fuck, I'm not in my 20s anymore. I never thought That I would leave my 20s. I think I thought that I would eternally be in my 20s. And then that realization really hit home hard. And I spoke to my Instagram story about it. And I had so many people reach out to me. And it's crazy because I feel like no one really talks about this. But when you're 29 heading to 30, you do have this existential crisis and you're like, shit, like, did I do enough in my 20s? Am I upset with how my 20s went? There's just all of these crazy thoughts that go through your head. And I think I felt a lot of comfort in hearing from other people, even people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever. So many people reached out and they were like, this is normal. We all go through this moment on the cusp of an age, like a 29 to 30, 39 to 40, whatever it might be. And you go, shit. Did I do everything I needed to do in that decade? Am I proud of myself? Could I have done better? What can I learn from it? And I think it's really good for personal growth and development to have those moments because otherwise you just coast through life. I mean, if you were going to be 20 forever, just being like, who gives a shit? I'm in my 20s still. I can do whatever. And I think sometimes you need to take that step over and start a new chapter. And yeah. I feel like totally comfortable with being 30 now. I'm ready to smash it. I have so many goals Mm. that I want to achieve in this decade and I'm just excited now.
1: Big 10 years ahead for Anna. I mean, I... (laughs) I'm three years off the big three O, So, to me, I'm going to be 20 forever. in my 20s forever.
0: <laughs> Matt's still in that mindset. Yeah, but that's okay. Be, yeah, he'll, <laughs> he'll come to me crying and weeping soon.
1: In a couple of years from now. <laughs> All right. Well, so, you've come to terms with turning 30. Let's jump into it and see what tips and advice you have for everyone.
0: Let's do it.
1: All right. So, let's start with the dating tips and advice you have. Let's start with number one.
0: Okay. Number one is no response is the biggest response.
1: Took me a while to realize that.
0: Yeah, I feel like we don't learn that early enough. We need to be schooled on that more. So, that's why I wanted that to be number one. Yeah, it's a big one. Number two. Never give someone credit for work they haven't done, i.e. never fake an orgasm. (laughs) Have (laughs) you? No, never. And I think I was shocked to realize that a lot of people do, like almost everyone. And I just think like it's all about communication and relationships and, yeah, don't give that credit if someone's not put in the work.
1: I've never had anyone fake one.
0: I'm sure you have, Matt. I'm sure you have. (laughs) Matt just loves the performance probably. He's like, keep it going. Build up that ego.
1: (laughs) I put myself over. All right, number three.
0: Don't spend your time in insecure relationships. Either trust them 100% or don't bother. Massive. Massive. We've, but- we've both been in insecure relationships and it is toxic.
1: It sucks, doesn't it's it? It's
0: toxic. If you don't feel like you can trust someone, you shouldn't be in a relationship with them. Number four. If someone wants to be with you, you won't question it.
1: 100%. I agree with that.
0: You just know, like, if you're questioning things and being like, well, why are they doing this? Why are they acting in that way? Why are they out till 6am with the boys? It's probably because they don't want to be with you and that's a hard pill to swallow, but trust someone's actions.
1: Number five. If someone ghosts
0: you, respect the dead and move the fuck on.
1: I have to agree with this 100%. I struggle when someone used to ghost me. I'd send them that... (laughs) Because I think that would be more my ego more than anything. Oh, yeah. I'd send him another text and be like.
0: Did you die? Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, you were live? Saw so your Instagram post. <laughs> 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 no, that's, that's just if I was keen on it. If there was a relationship was dead, I'd just let it be ghosted. But, yeah.
0: But you know what? When someone ghosts you, people go, oh, but they haven't communicated with me. And I think the key point to remember is they have communicated with you. They've communicated that you're not even worth a text.
1: Back to number one. No response is the biggest response. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Number six.
0: You're going to break people's hearts along the way. And what other people think of you is none of your business.
1: 100%.
0: Yeah. I think in dating... We get really caught up in, oh my God, they must not like me. And if they don't like me, their friends probably don't like me. And I think it's really important to really take a step back and realize when you're in the dating world, you're going to hurt some feelings.
1: Number seven.
0: Stop ignoring red flags just because they're hot. (laughs) (laughs) Matt,
1: I, this one's directed at you. <laughs> what, for girls to me or for me to girls? <laughs>
0: you should stop ignoring the right yeah. flags because they're hot. Yeah,
1: I caught myself there a couple of times, haven't I? <laughs> Number eight.
0: You'll never meet anyone sitting at home watching TV. If you want to meet someone, you need to put yourself out there. A lot of my friends do this. They're like, but I'm still single. And I'm like, but you're still at home watching TV. If you want to meet someone... You need to put yourself out there. Do
1: you mean going to like bars to try and meet someone or do you mean like going on dating apps? Because I think both of them, you're not going to meet the right person at either one of those. I think they come into your life at like random weird stages.
0: They do, but sometimes you need those in-between people and you can meet those in-between people at a bar, at a nightclub, socializing. Someone could meet you and be like, oh my God, you'd be perfect for my single friend. Like the more you're out there, the more chance there is and And the the more more, the likelihood of you meeting someone is going to be.
1: The more opportunities you're opening, the more doors are being opened. Correct. All right, number nine.
0: Stop waiting for guys to approach you. If you like what you see, go and introduce yourself.
1: Massive one because as a guy myself, there is nothing hotter or nothing more attractive than a girl with confidence who comes up and talks to you.
0: That's how I met Michael and that's how I met the guy who I was in a six and a half year relationship with. And he actually said to me, I would have never come up and said hi to you because I felt intimidated. So, if I wouldn't have made that first move, it wouldn't have happened. Number 10. Stop making yourself too available. Never cancel plans on friends and family just to please your partner. Like stop putting your partner first. Stop revolving your life around them.
1: Okay, that's a big one. Number 11.
0: Set boundaries easily and quickly in relationships. I think we all fall into this trap of trying to please your partner or trying to please someone who you're seeing and you forget to set those basic boundaries that you need to feel happy in a relationship.
1: Did you feel like you set them earlier with Michael?
0: Definitely. And I think that's why our relationship has been really successful because I was not afraid to put those boundaries in place. And I think when I look back to previous guys who I might have dated before Michael, like I wasn't really that serious about them. So those boundaries weren't set 100% and the boundaries that i had never put up were crossed, but they had no idea because I'd never set them.
1: I set the boundaries really early with Jen as well. Or well, what we both did. We both set our boundaries and we both respected them. So, we have yeah. a healthy relationship now. Yeah. So, that's a very good point. Yeah. Uh, number 12.
0: Everyone has different love languages and just because someone expresses love in a certain way doesn't mean they receive it in that way. I think I learned about love languages way too late in life. Same. I reckon maybe in the last like three or four years I learned about love languages and it's such a big thing and it's really crucial and critical in building relationships with people.
1: Yeah, I agree 100%. Like if you click and you have the same love language as giving receiving as your partner, you're very lucky but- It's not all the time that people have that. So, you've got to work around it and find a way that you're both satisfied. On that as well is I've learned how people deal with stuff. Your partner deals with stuff Mm. because Jen and I have found into a trap where we both deal with stuff a lot differently and that's been a struggle. Mm. Yeah. All right. There are some hot tips there about dating, Anna. Next, we're going to find out what you've learned about self-love and growth. right, Anna, so here are some things you've learned about self-love and growth. We're going to kick it off with number 13.
0: So, 13 is know your worth and don't lower your expectations ever. I think we've all been guilty of this. We see someone that could potentially be a match for us, but they're not quite there. And then we just take a few of our expectations away so that they can fit the mold or fit the box that we want them to be in and... This doesn't work out never settle never settle
1: all right number 14 anna
0: stop searching for mr right and become the best version of you because you're in a lifelong relationship with yourself
1: don't look for mr right and make yourself mrs right is that what you're trying to say
0: that is what i'm trying to say <laughs>
1: <laughs> number 15
0: Self-love must always be stronger than your need and want to be loved. I know that you are guilty of this, Matt. I've been guilty of this. Self-love must come before everything. And sometimes we get a bit desperate and we just want and crave human affection, human touch, human love. And sometimes you need to go, no, that's not for me. I'm going to focus on myself.
1: I know this sounds cliche, but you need to learn to love yourself before you love anyone else.
0: Yeah for sure.
1: Number 16.
0: Stop going out of your way to impress your partner. Just be you. There's only one of you and you don't want them to fall in love with someone else. You want them to fall in love with the person you are.
1: That's fair enough, but we all know that when you start dating someone (laughs) and you start, like, seeing someone, you're not completely showing them all those hidden...
0: Of course, but you also...
1: Yeah, yeah. like, there's
0: definitely things you might, like, hide for later, (laughs) like a bit of crazy at the back. (laughs) But in the same breath, like, you don't want to show them a totally different person to who you are. Like, even just something as simple as if someone's like, oh, I love peas and you hate peas and you're like, I love peas too. And then three months into the relationship, they're like, I thought you liked peas. You know, it's something that simple, like just be you, be authentic. I think that's the key point to that.
1: Number 17.
0: If you have non-negotiables, don't compromise so you don't end up alone. A lot of the things I've learned is about not compromising who you are, your position, your self-love, your own growth, just to be with a partner and I think we all do that. So, I definitely wanted to make that point clear.
1: Good point. Number 18.
0: How do you expect there to be change if you've not made any changes to yourself?
1: What does that mean, change with other people? Yeah,
0: I think if you keep having the same relationship problems and I know, you know, we, we can all have toxic relationships. We can be with partners who don't align with us. But if there's something that you continue to do in relationships, like I used to be extremely jealous. I'm still jealous, but I've definitely worked on that a lot. I think it's mainly just about self-growth, like keep improving yourself, keep working on yourself and being the best version of yourself.
1: That's being self-aware and that's understanding that you can't bring in the same stuff to another relationship if it didn't work for another one. There's no reason for it to work with another person and it's just going to make the same conflict and make the same drama as I feel. Yeah, for sure. Number 19.
0: Stop running away from hard conversations. Sometimes the truth is unpleasant, but it sets you free.
1: Do you do that a lot still?
0: I think specifically I was talking about when I wanted to end a relationship and it actually took me six months to get there mentally. It was just a real struggle. It was a long-term relationship.
1: So, you'd already checked out for six months, but you were still... But I was still
0: physically there. Yeah. And I think... That's rough. Sometimes hard conversations are so terrifying and so scary, but... If you truly are committed to someone or committed to a relationship or whatever it is, if you just have basic respect for someone, I think it's fair and right to have unpleasant conversations with them so that they know how you're feeling 100% and hiding and burying those things only makes them just bubble up even more and that's what I definitely found. Well,
1: it's not fair to you or your partner for six months, your inner dialogue is, I don't want to be with this person, I just, I'm over him, I want to break up with them." like that's pretty rough.
0: It's rough, but it's also a tug of war in your head. And it's also caring about someone so much that you don't want to hurt their feelings because you're like, this is going to break their heart.
1: Like you said earlier, you're going to break people's hearts.
0: Exactly. That's why it's in there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Number 20.
0: Breakups push you to do the biggest personal growth. So, don't run away from them. Embrace them. I know that we've both struggled with this. Mm Mm-hmm. We all hate going through a breakup. They fucking suck.
1: They're the worst.
0: But sometimes, not sometimes, all the time, for me personally, I've had such amazing personal growth after a breakup. That's when we excel and we do great things and we're pushed out of our comfort zone.
1: Well, if you're not coming out of a breakup without any personal growth, then you've wasted your time, I feel. You need to learn and grow from the mistakes that you've made in that relationship and become a better person.
0: For sure. And I think like when you are going through a breakup and you're at rock bottom, reminding yourself that you're about to really do amazing things and have this crazy growth and crazy new experiences that you would have never had in that relationship is really imperative to that breakup status
1: all right so next we'll be listening to Anna's tips on how to deal with anxiety I know I'll be listening to this (laughs) I have some bad anxiety so I'm excited for these tips All right, Anna. So, we know you deal with anxiety pretty bad. So, does myself. What are some stuff you've learned and some tips that you can give our listeners on how to deal with anxiety? Obviously, these tips aren't going to like stop anxiety, but they're the best ways on how to cope with it.
0: Yeah. I've only made three for this and they're specifically in relation to relationships, but definitely can be implemented into everyday life. Mm -hmm. So, number 21, my favorite number, It's all about perception. So, metaphorically, if you're jumping off a cliff, you're only falling if you believe you're falling. Otherwise, you're flying. So, basically, what it's saying is if something's really bad and you're about to hit rock bottom and you feel like you're falling and you're getting deeper and deeper in your anxiety, if you change your perception, you could essentially be flying. It's how you perceive things.
1: Love that one, Anna. Number 22.
0: Thinking of the past is depression. Thinking of the future is anxiety. But living in the moment is happiness. I mean, we've touched on this one before. If you have regrets and you think about the past and continue to let that plague your mind, you can get really sad and down about that. When you look into the future and you stress and worry about the what ifs, what could be's, that's very anxiety inducing. And I think living in the moment is where you can truly Feel happy.
1: Why do they call it the present, Anna? Because it's a gift.
0: (laughs) I knew where it was going with that.
1: (laughs) Number 23.
0: Stop worrying about how you look in bed. Focus on enjoyment during sex. So, basically, I know that a lot of my friends, a Mm -hmm. lot of people I know, and even me to a certain degree, during sex, people worry about I need to suck in my tummy. I need to look a certain way. And I think letting all of that anxiety and worry go and just focusing on your own pleasure.
1: I watched a TikTok the other day and it was saying, it said, a man isn't looking at what you think he is during sex. So, when a girl's like thinking insecure about a bit of their body, that man that you're having sex with is not thinking about that.
0: Yeah, I think confidence speaks volumes. If you're having sex with someone, just own it. I think sometimes faking it till you make it really does work. And once you act confident, then you're like, actually, I really have nothing to worry about. They're not like, oh, I see a fat roll. Oh, like what? what no. it, there's a bit of cellulite there.
1: No guys thinking that. Yeah. All right, Anna, so we're on the final stretch. We're on the home run. Mm. These tips have been amazing. For everyone listening at home, I hope you've got a notepad out and you're <laughs> jotting these down because I know I have been. I'm definitely going to take some of these and put them into my everyday life. All right, so the next six are for finding happiness. We start with number 24.
0: Always appreciate the little loves in your life. Just because you're not in a relationship does not mean you're not loved. I think that's a big one that I have struggled with. I think I've always craved, like I always had to be seeing someone or always needed a boyfriend. And I think sometimes really just embracing those single moments and really like sinking into it and being like, I'm a free person. I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. I don't need to check in with anyone and I'm still loved. I have amazing friends, family, people care about me and I'm not – Not loved
1: Number 25
0: The universe always has a better plan for you God I wish I knew this one earlier I think at the end of breakups I was always like My life is over Like it will never be the same I'll never be happy again I'll never find
1: anyone again
0: I don't even want anyone else. They're the only person for me. I think that is like the wrong thought process. I think every time I've thought that I would never be happy again, I found so much more happiness, a deeper sense of happiness that connects more spiritually with me.
1: Number 26.
0: Manifesting is real. Words are your spells and that's why we call them spelling. Manifestation is crazy. I think I believe in it. Yeah, when I was down and out about myself, and I'd just be like, "Life is bad," da da da, and just be have a very negative vibration. The universe gave me that. As soon as I got out of that mind frame, and I wasn't in it for long, mind you, but as soon as I snapped myself out of it and started being more positive, and started talking. As if I already had all of this stuff that I wanted and started talking as if my goals were already coming to fruition, that's when the universe started to gift me with those things.
1: Number 27.
0: You are who you surround yourself with, so be very careful with who you let in. Great point. I think energy is a totally underrated Thing And I think who you let in to your energy space really affects you. And I think we learn from other people's behaviors who are in our inner circle. So, to be very careful with who you do let in.
1: Yeah. Don't let people suck your energy that yeah. aren't worthy of it. Number 28.
0: Not everyone wants to get married and have kids. So, don't project your values onto someone else.
1: Very good point.
0: Yeah. I think we're all on our own journey. We're all here for our own purpose and own reason. And just because you might think that marriage and kids is your purpose doesn't mean that it's someone else's. And I think hitting 30 as well I mean, I'm not single, but I'm not engaged, not married, don't have kids. I think that's empowering for me. And I think it's empowering for a lot of women. I mean, I, to be honest, I don't really know, like, a, none of my friends are we're all in the same position, Gentleman's basically. 30. Yeah, yeah she's Jen turns 30 soon. I think it's, it's an empowering place to be and not to project what you envision for your life onto others. is a great one.
1: Number 29.
0: This one's similar, but it's slightly different. It's don't push your relationship values onto other people. Everyone again as I'm i said runs their own race like whether that be like someone who wants to have an open relationship someone who's in a monogamous relationship someone who might want to do a bit in between or whatever that looks like for them i think respecting that because at the end of the day we live by our own rules and i think also like societal pressures for people to be in this like square box is I think something that in 2022 we're pushing boundaries and pushing back on and I love love that.
1: All right, so lucky last. We've hit number 30. These tips have been amazing, Anna. Number 30, take it away.
0: Whatever is meant for you will not pass you.
1: I think we've said this before on this podcast and I think it is a massive statement and it's true.
0: Yeah, I think like... People get bogged down in the past and the what ifs. We've said it before. We sleep easy at night knowing that if we break up with someone and they're meant for us, they will find a way back to us. And not just in relationships, but I think in life in general. Like if you didn't get the job that you were going for, Mm -hmm. it's because something better is coming, something more aligned with you. So. That was my last one. Matt, I can't believe I'm 30.
1: I can't believe it either, Anna. I mean, you don't look a day over 21, 22.
0: <laughs> I told him to say yeah. that. <laughs> no, happy
1: birthday. I hope you have a great day. I'm very excited for this weekend. Thank uh, you. Like I said, I am going to be absolutely sending it on the open seas <laughs> with you and your family and everyone. Yeah.
0: We're going to recap my birthday party very soon but guys thank you so much for all the birthday love that I have already received I really appreciate this community and I'm so excited to be sharing my 30th birthday with you.
1: Happy birthday Thanks, bye. Bye